Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. As in Stories That Shape Us this week, we have a really special treat for you that starts tomorrow where we're interviewing authors from the Come See a Man anthology. And I'm looking forward to, to, to bringing you each of these amazing, incredible uh, women. So today I'm talking about do this when you don't feel good enough. So feeling good enough. And this came out of, uh, we do our inner child healing uh, co- coaching group and we do one on a Thursday evening which is completed now on a Sunday evening the last we have I think we're on the last three weeks of the Sunday evening group and this evening this conversation came up and I thought let me come and also talk to you here about that what can we do when we don't feel good enough I'm sure some of us have gone through periods where we don't feel quite there when we don't feel enough when we measure ourselves by other people in the room and we come up short and here's a little tip we're always going to come up short when we measure ourselves with other people in the room even the people who don't show it as long as you're measuring is going to feel not enough it's going to feel like you've come up short now some people might deal with that in different ways some people sink into the 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 negative messages around that and the voice of low self-esteem and other people will add will sometimes uh pr- make allow pride to come through and arrogance and superiority complex of course that is also covering low self-esteem my shelf in a different way so it might show itself in arrogance and and pride and and put downs and insults to other people but really it's the same thing that is manifesting itself for other people it might be uh, imposter syndrome or um, the low self-esteem might result sometimes into perfectionism and as I was saying this even that's such an elusive thing like I must be perfect I must do this right and nothing must go wrong it's so out of reach and it but it's something that we sometimes tell ourselves in a bind almost that we get ourselves into that we can't get out of because we must get everything right really doesn't take into account that we're humans and there's sometimes when we get things wrong and make allowances for that humanness when we get things wrong without beating ourselves up without allowing that to sink you into despair and despondency but to have a healthy outlook and a healthy way of dealing with gosh i made a mistake this didn't go quite as i planned or would like it to um, and, and therefore, how do we make ourselves okay with ourselves in those times when things didn't go quite as we would like it to go? So it's really important that we have a strategy for this and that we are able to manage these things with healthy, with a, with a healthy thought, thought pattern when we, when we do things. So I want you to do this when you feel like you're not good enough. So one is find the core wound define the core wound there is a story around the core wound that tells you that you're not enough 
that influences the low self-esteem. It actually feeds it. This core wound, the story around it. So in order to, to heal the good enough or to, to, um, to put it in context and to bring it into subjection to, um, to you and right thinking is to find the wound that created the story. And oftentimes this happened early in our lives when we've experienced certain kinds of trauma, we'll tell ourselves certain things about ourselves. And we grow with that because we, we had these thoughts as children. We grow, they just grow with us. We grow as adults, but those thoughts are the same. So whenever anything happens and you're triggered, it's the same thought process that will happen. So the brain will take you down the same path, the same direction. Doesn't matter where you studied, how many degrees we have, it's the same process for everybody. The brain is a wonderful muscle that we can train to think in a different direction. We can create new pathways, we can build new stem, uh, stem cells, we can do all of those things in our brains by just choosing diff to think differently. But I know that choosing to think differently is not as easy as me telling you to do it in order for it to happen. So that's what I'd like you to do this, to find the core wound, the core story. What's that story from my childhood that identifies me? When I ask you to think about you and who you are and the story, the stories in your life, what's the, what's the first story that pops up in your mind? Sometimes that's the story that a lot of the controversy in your life is around. A lot of the negative thinking, negative thoughts, low self-esteem, sometimes is around that story, that, that core wound, right? So find that, finding that will really help you to fix the problem of I am not enough. It really will help you, okay? Because what you can begin to do is to reframe, not the wound because it happened and we can't change it, but we can reframe the story that was around the wound. That is where a lot of help will come from when we're able to reframe the story. Reframing the story helps you to, to think more positive force and the direction. Of course, when you're not triggered and you're in your frontal lobe and you have access to your brain, I'd like you to th access to your thinking brain, that is. I'd like you to ask yourself, who am I good enough for or who am I not good enough for? Who, what situation, when does it happen? When does it come up? When do I experience it? And who, who am I not good enough for? What situation am I not good enough for? If you're a parent, sometimes we measure ourselves by other parents and we feel like we're not good enough. For sometimes culture has certain understanding, certain ways of being. And when we are not, sometimes when we're doing things sometimes outside of that culture, we might feel like we're not good enough for that. As, as I was sharing with the group this evening that sometimes some of the things that I do and the practices that I've had to learn to adopt in order to uh, look after myself, in order to maintain health, um, might not be okay for other people. So when they come to my house and I'm fine and I feel like a good enough parent, for some people, my practices and habits might not be good enough. But that's okay with me because I'm not measuring myself by them. But other people will suggest 
that they're the standard that everybody else needs to be measured by and therefore if you're not doing things according to their standard and their way then you're not good enough you're not enough so once again when we're thinking about good enough we have to think who's the who is the ruler where's the ruler who creates the measurements and the specifications around what good what is good enough and what isn't because what's good enough in one culture might not be good enough in another What's good enough in one home might not be good enough in another. What's good enough in one part of town might not be good enough in another. The job that you have that you love and is excited about and it wakes you up with joy in the morning and you go to work and you do it and you thrive in it might not be good enough for some people. Okay, so you have to know that, okay, so my life is mine and I decide the parameters and the things and so this is good enough for me here Although it might not be good enough over there for those people, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Because if not, then we get ourselves into this place where we're trying to strive for something that we're never going to attain to. Because by the time we're trying to work to be good enough to be as those people, they would have moved and the goalpost has changed. And so then it's a constant worry and it's a constant striving. That's where we run into problems with mental health and physical health. And it, then it becomes more complex and more, more complicated. So, so do this. Find the core wound. Try to identify the story around it. Sometimes you might need some help and support in order to do that. You might not be able to find the wound on your own. You have to identify the story on your own. Because the story has been around for so long, it feels right. And so we don't know how to challenge the story. We don't even know how to hear the negative, negative messages in the story. Because it's been around for so long, it feels right to us. But we need to learn. And so if you need support in order to find the core wound and to find the story, get some support. But here's a question to ask yourself. And you can do this on your own wherever you are. If you don't feel good enough, and you will know what that feels like. Feeling good enough is not just something we think. It's something we feel. So understand what it feels like for you. And where do I feel it when I feel not good enough? Is my chest stiff? Is my shoulders tense? Is there rumbling in my tummy? What, do I, what does it feel like? When you identify how it feels, I would like you to take a deep breath. In the moment, when you're reflecting on the experience, think, who am I not good enough for? And why? And I also want you to think about whether or not you're good enough for yourself. Because we belong to ourselves. And if we, don't, if we don't know how to belong to ourselves, then we're going to really struggle about fitting in anywhere and belonging to anyone. So I want you to think about who am I good enough for? And what makes me think that I'm not good enough for those people? And am I good enough for myself? And maybe that's a place to start, to become familiar and accustomed with how to belong to you and how to be good enough to you, how to be accepting of you, just as you are, right where you are, and you are enough for you. That means you'll be enough for everybody else, wherever they are, because we start there. All right. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, 
you can visit our website at woundsdescars.com.